Hello, and welcome to Here's a Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am well. I'm doing very well. Thank you. <laughs> the sigh in your voice. <laughs> no, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Things couldn't be better for me. So, um, yeah. It's just more of the topic we're about to talk about. Well, yeah, yeah. This one, uh, is the dreaded breakup. So, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. And by the way, we're just, so we're going to do a two part series because we think that this is a subject and we might even do more just because breakups are such a um, big part of people's lives as far as yeah. relationships go. Like, uh, unless you got with your childhood sweetheart and never broke up and got married and never had any problems and till the day you died. <laughs> if that ever happened, yeah, good then you, for you. Yeah, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> You won't be able to relate. <laughs> you will not be able to relate. This is this is something that you're gonna be like. Oh, I, I don't think know. The other what thing are they too about? is like there's so many different types of breakup. It's almost like they're never the same. I mean, if right. if you've had multiple relationships, most of your breakups are gonna be so different. I yeah. mean, it can go all different kinds of ways. So well, and you know, and, and one of the things that I did want to talk about, or, or, or what I equate every relationship to, is it has its own life. Like mm-hmm. honestly, it's its own thing. Yeah. Right? It has a beginning and an end no matter which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Even if you do stay together, eventually somebody's going to pass away. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate breakup. Unless you're in the Titanic. <laughs> but even then the relationship ended. But yeah, you know, it, it has a life of its own. And because it has a life of its own, um, there are certain aspects that that kind of um, mimic just regular life, mm. right? Uh, but, but anyways, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> but uh, from the, from the get-go, I just wanted to kind of start out with, um, you know, just thinking about breaking up with somebody. So you're with somebody mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, you know, for one reason or the other. And everybody has, let's say it's a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they, uh, maybe it's the religion thing. You mm-hmm. know, you, you have two different religions or you have two different beliefs. Or maybe it could be even a political thing, right? Yeah. Where you, you have opposing um, ideas about politics or whatever or how you raise ch- children, whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. But something's happening and you're like, okay, maybe I might need to end this. I feel like a big indicator for that is when you start to fight a lot. Like, you Mm, know what I mean? That feels like, okay, if you're fighting like every couple of days, like it's almost like you don't want to believe it. But I feel like for me, I've noticed that's like the first indicator because everything's like amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're fighting constantly because one, you know, one or both people are going to kind of reach their point if it's just constant it's not good right you know when every interaction is a fight every phone call is a fight um that's kind of in my experience like okay it's it's starting to yeah and you know that when it comes to fights and things like that it's also i i would say about 90 percent of the time it's not really about whatever it is that you're arguing about yeah. even if it's like the dishes right yeah um it's not really about that it's it's usually it's there's deeper. An, yeah there's an underlying Maybe it's consideration or yeah. respect for the other person or whatever. And unfortunately, it just comes out and you didn't do the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> like I've told you a hundred times to do the dishes and you said you were going to do the dishes and you didn't. And now I'm really, really Yeah, I think that most upset. couples maybe don't really communicate the way that they should. But even if you do communicate it, you have to that other person has to receive it and do something about it. Because there's yeah. a lot of times where in my experience if, you know, things are not good, I may have multiple conversations with my boyfriend, like, look, 
I'm not feeling good and here's why I need you to work on these things. And sometimes it's one ear out the other. And, you know, and then it's like, and I think that women, and I think you will agree with me, we will put up with stuff for long (laughs) periods of time. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's almost like we're preparing ourselves. Yeah. But I mean, like we really try really hard to put up with those things. And so like, it's almost like for a woman, I feel like, we put up with it, put up with it, put up with it. And then it's like, all of a sudden when we're done, we are done. And it's like, and usually the guy's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, but I don't know. Guys don't have as much patience, I think. Yeah. May, maybe not. I mean, you know, there's, there's, there's feelings involved, right? Mm-hmm. So there, there's deal breakers and then there's, there's feelings involved. And sometimes the two don't, um, that's where the contemplation comes in. It's yeah. like, do I really want to end this? Right. Because I'm also of the opinion that there are certain things that you're just going to have to learn to live with, with the other person yeah. and no matter what. Right. So you have to have a, a, um, a realistic a, expectation that you're yeah. not going to find someone who's going to be everything. Exactly. And you have to also have that, that, um, that self-awareness to say, look, this is the way they are. Mm-hmm. and yeah, they might get better, they might progress, or they might change eventually, but A, it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah. It'll probably be years before they change. And then B, you know, do I really want to, and maybe he, they might not change, and if they don't change, then I'm just going to have to live with it. So yeah. can I live with X, Y, Z, whatever that is, right? Yeah. They, they clip their toenails in the bed, they eat crackers. <laughs> <laughs> they eat crackers and leave crumbs everywhere yeah. or whatever, you know, it, and it could be more serious than that. Obviously they can take it for granted, you know, whatever the case may be. But, but yeah, sometimes you just have to like, Hey, this is just the way they are. Yeah, I think people could typically expect to get 80%. And there's the 80, 20 rule, right? It's like, you're, you're really only going to find someone who's maybe 80% compatible with you. And there are those deal breakers that you're talking about. And you have to be like, is this something I can live with long-term? And if it's not, if it's a big deal, that's fine. Yeah. You have your choice, but you're not going to meet that perfect person. Like, no, you have to and, accept them. and on top of that, I would say is like, because uh, I hear this a lot from from other couples or whenever I hear people, especially if they're, they just got together. <laughs> it makes, <laughs> makes me sick. But they're like, yeah, you know what? They're, they're, um, they're things that, or excuse me, they are what I'm not. And so they're everything that I'm not. And that's what I love about them. Like, yeah, right now, maybe it seems cute, but later on, it won't be so cute. I don't really listen to anyone in a new relationship. Like, you don't even know. Like, come back to me in like two years and then we could talk. Like, it's like, oh, like he does this thing. He doesn't do the dishes. And it's so funny because we fight. You're like cute fighting at that point. You know, like. Yeah. Or or you're like, yeah, I just have to do the dishes for him. You know, he's just a man yeah it's like okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) hit me up five ten years from now and see how cute that is because i guarantee it's not gonna be yeah exactly but yeah and and and, you know another reason that could come up and um i've never had this i've had it done to me but i've never actually this was not one of the reasons was if there's another person but Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with the first one right if you're already having trouble in the relationship Another person to another person can infiltrate, for lack of a better yeah. word, really, really easy yeah. because you're already frustrated 
in the situation that you're in. Mm. And it's just human nature um, yeah. that the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. And we talked about in the past, some guys can see that and they kind of swarm those women. It's like you see them vulnerable and the relationship is crumbling and things like that. I think for the majority of people, if you're really satisfied in your relationship, I, I maybe I'll speak for me. I'm not even looking at other, I don't even see them almost like mm. other men. It's like, if I'm really happy and satisfied, yeah. you won't even see that. But yeah, as soon as things get rocky, mm. you're kind of like, Oh, that guy mm. in the coffee room. I don't know. I mean, you know what I, I don't but know. The timing can also be there. Right. So let's say yeah. you started dating and you're just at the gate, right. Maybe two, three months into it. Right. So you're exclusive. Mm. But there is another person, right, that slightly starts, you know, so you're not too committed. But at yeah. the same time, you're like, OK, should I go ahead and break it off now and explore this other person or no, let me just stick with what I got for now. Let, let's see where this thing goes. Mm. So that could happen, too. Again, it's never happened to me. I've never broken up with anybody uh, because of another person. Um, yeah. I've had it done to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Which is which is fine. Like yeah. I get it. Like if you think that he's gonna make you happy, go for it. Like like I'm, I can't fault you for that. Yeah. But I will say this: I'm like I know men. <laughs> so whatever you think, <laughs> if you think he's Prince Charming, uh, there's probably about a ninety nine percent chance that he's not. Maybe that's yeah. that one percent that he is. But mm, you and go I right on say, ahead. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people will just have both for a while. Let mm. that other one run its course. That's, you know, not a good practice, but a lot of people do that. And it's like, but yeah, I mean, you know, when you're having trouble in your relationship, it's going to look so green on the other side. It, yeah. You can't help it. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this guy, he's so funny and he's everything my ex isn't. You know, all right. the things I hate about my ex, this guy is not. Or, I mean, my current guy, this guy is not. And it's really hard you know, your, your mind is going to get clouded at that point. Yeah. And then also, and this is, uh, this is horrible sometimes too, but let's just say you're just not feeling that person anymore. And that happens too. Maybe there, there's nothing wrong with them in per, per se, it just right? just kind of runs its course. Yeah. You just kind of don't feel the same way that you once did towards that person, right? Maybe it wasn't ever a really a strong connection anyways, but there was nothing wrong with them. So you're like, yeah, we'll just go ahead and keep on going. And now you're feeling like, you know, maybe there's something missing. Now, we can we can sit here and debate on whether or not like okay try to make it work with that person communicate mm -hmm. with them and let them know maybe that the thrill is gone and maybe we need to spice it the up thrill is or, gone. the thrill is gone <laughs> even human nature i was listening to michael jackson's human nature the other day <laughs> it is a great song by the way but uh but nevertheless you know it's 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 weird right because if you don't have those emotions anymore towards that person mm -hmm. even if they've done nothing wrong like they literally have done nothing wrong but you just don't have those emotions sometimes it's time to break it off has Maybe that ever happened to you just all of a sudden just randomly you just lost feelings um i don't know if i hmm, i don't know if it's lost feelings exactly but i think it's changed like you said at the beginning it's always hot and heavy yeah. it always is and then you kind of settle in after a while. Yeah. And and but you have to almost take a practical approach to it because it's not always gonna be passionate. Yeah. Relationships just in general are not always like I'm not saying that you have to um give in to the fact that, hey, it is what it is, you yeah. know, and she's there, I'm here, like that's it. I'm just saying that it can't always be passionate. Yeah, I was just going to say I had a relationship one time where the guy before he started dating me had only had like his longest relationship was like six months. It was just like the, you know, whatever. 
And when we dated longer than that and things started to get, you know, all that stuff starts coming out, it gets a little bit messier and things like that. And he couldn't handle it because you're only used to the best part of it. You haven't gotten past the hard part. So like, yeah, I mean, it is for sure. But like, if you're trying to judge relationships on like that beginning part, it can't sustain that. I mean, it's very (laughs) difficult to do. And, but I know what the feel, I mean, guys have go run through the same thing too. Um, where initially it's hot and heavy and then it slows down and then sometimes it comes to a screeching home and you're like, what is going on here? And you miss it because I'm assuming, and I'm not a scientist. I'm not, you're not, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not uh, (laughs) professor Jose. No, but like, I don't know. There must be something chemically going on in your brain and dopamines or whatever that's going on because it is addictive and you want that. And sometimes, um, you you're like how do i get that back yeah. i want that back because it was so exciting the butterflies in your stomach mm-hmm. the the not being able to just like there's times especially in the in new relationship where you can't keep your hands off them like yeah. you just want to attack them and just like just go at it and have this wonderful yeah. and, and you forget about everything else normally you wouldn't maybe it's super hot <laughs> and it's sweaty <laughs> but you know what early on none of that matters yeah. later on five years from now it's like no it's too hot yeah <laughs> Sorry, we're not. I'm sorry. No, we're not going to do that tonight. I'm sorry. Maybe tomorrow night. I don't know. But it's just I'm not in the mood or whatever. It was kind of the same thing with like when affairs start. That's the most exciting part because you haven't had that butterfly part for so long. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of get a taste of that. Like you said, it's very addictive. And like, what do you do? I mean, like, I mean, unfortunately, that's how it happens. But here's the thing. And this is where people need to remind themselves is that it it. um even if you do get with another person, it's it's going to run its course too. Yeah, all of that is going to repeat and rinse. Like right. it, you can't avoid it. Like but it's you said, hard to see that in the moment, though. <laughs> You're not well, looking at that. You know, and and so with affairs and stuff like that, and I've had um, you know people cheat on me a couple of different times, and you know, for me, I had to try to figure out why that was, and obviously it goes deeper into the relationship and so forth. But part of it as well uh, stems from the fact that it's a fantasy. Yeah. That other person, they live in your head. Mm. They are not the Prince Charming or the princess that you think that they are. Yeah. It's all in your head. So you've imagined what this other person is mm-hmm. and you're running with it. And of course, that's all you're going to see because you've conditioned to yourself to see just the best parts of that person. Yeah. But they are just like every other person. Yeah. They have their <laughs> faults. They do things that annoy you. They're going to, all of that happens. It could be worse. It could be a whole lot worse. <laughs> like you just don't know. And I would strongly recommend like not ever do that. <laughs> the, I've never done it. Yeah. I've never done it. But I do know that when you do step out on your partner, there's a certain amount of guilt that goes along with it. Mm. You can rationalize it and say, well, you know, I was bad in a relationship and all that, but there is a certain amount of guilt. You also come into the situation where you do realize that the other person is human Mm -hmm. and they have faults and they might not be better than what you have at the moment. If anything, it might be worse, but you've already burned that other bridge. So now you just got to go forward with what you got. (laughs) And sometimes too, like we talk about, like when you kind of feel it, something coming, some people can feel Mm. the affair. It's like, wait a minute, something has changed. They're doing odd things. They're not as attentive. Like you, a lot of people can feel that. Yeah. But you know, and, and that's an interesting, that's an interesting point. And I say, I would say that you also have to be very careful 
not to misinterpret, mm. I think that's when the conversation is really warranted. Mm-hmm. And I would say, and this is, <laughs> here's the other part that I think people missed up is two things. A, I think whenever you have a conversation, you should be truthful. Mm-hmm. That's the first part. And then the second part is if you do that, then the second part will work. And the second part is you need to believe your partner when they tell you what they tell you. So if you can do those two things, but it, it all, the, the second is contingent on the first. Because yeah, if you're people lie a lot, well, though, I there mean, you go. I, I get it. Absolutely. Like, lie to me. <laughs> Sometimes I do want to be lied to. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to lie. Case in point. I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes I do like to be lied to. Yeah. I do like it. I like to hear those things, even when I know that it's. If you're saying that I'm the best lover that you've ever had, I love hearing that. <laughs> That's okay with me. I will take that. Uh, even if it's followed up with, hey, these are things that you can do to improve it. I'm I'm all open. Like, I'm already good, but you're telling me I can be better? Yay, for sure. Give me that feedback. Let's do that. Um, so I do certain times do like to be lied to. Little things, obviously. <laughs> like that. But... But big things, not so much. Not so, and, and so especially if it's affecting you. And there's sometimes, and here's the other part. Uh, let's say you're with a partner and that per- partner is going through something. Maybe they're depressed or something. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to be there for them, right? And be like, okay, they're going through something. Yeah. It has nothing to do with me. But in relationships, we tend to internalize. Yeah. And we seem like, well, if my partner's not happy, then it's got to be me. You got to have that open communication because if you are going through something outside of the relationship and you don't communicate that, I would feel the majority of people would think that you're not happy with me. Right. It may have not, it could just be work stuff, family right. things, whatever, but you, you really should communicate that at least, yeah. even if you don't want to talk about it fully, just be like, look, this is what in a nutshell, this yeah. is what's going on at work. I'm dealing with this. Like, but yeah, but you also don't want to obviously accuse your partner of right. stepping out when you don't know. No. no one likes to be accused. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but you know, the opposite is true too. <laughs> Sometimes um, they feel like you're not going anywhere and that's also doesn't, Ooh. that doesn't feel very good either. Uh, because then the implication there is like, you ain't going nowhere. Like, I can do whatever I want to because you ain't I going had nowhere. someone say that to me. Oof. Like, you ain't going anywhere. And like that. Oof. I've had it said to me too, yeah. mind you. And I'm a guy, right? Because I know most of the time it's like, oh, guys can be jerks. And they say that. And, mm. you know, the women's, you know, they go, yay, they moved on and they're better. And this. <laughs> but it happens to guys too, where women just take them for granted. And they're like, yeah, you know, you're you're doing all this, but you ain't going nowhere. So I'm not worried about you stepping mm, out on me. That's a horrible thing to I say. I mean, it's 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 not pleasant. Under any circumstance. <laughs> like, even jokingly sometimes it's like, mm, yeah. I know you're joking, but. But I was going to say too, so with that, there's two things that come up to mind, right? So if you're thinking about breaking up with somebody for whatever the reason, and obviously there's there's like a variety of different things. There's too many to, to go into. We just touched on a few. But if you have an open and honest conversation with your partner, and I'm not saying that it's an ultimatum exactly, Mm. but what I will say is that you have to be, if you're already thinking about breaking up and you're really serious about like, yeah, you know what? I'm really wanting to do this. You should communicate that with the other person, not because you're trying to scare them or not because you're trying to give them ultimatums or, or whatever, but you're letting them know I'm not 
happy in this And it could be something they could fix and it could work out. It could. With communication. Now, here's where it gets tricky. This is where it gets really tricky. Okay. Once you open up that door, you have to go all the way through it. Yeah. Because if you are saying that um, and you don't mean it. It's like an empty threat. Exactly. And they will figure that out yeah. really fast. You can't say it every weekend. Like, if you don't do this, I'm going to leave you. Exactly. But you exactly. shouldn't say it like you said no. until you're certain 100% it's the same thing with the word divorce. Don't say it unless you are, um, you're ready like, to, you're yeah. done. Like, like, like you're on the fence. Yeah. And what you do next will determine what I will right. do. And and once you're, but, but if you're just not happy and you yeah. just want them to change and you're bluffing, yeah. oh man. Because yeah, I mean, uh, if you it's throw around the you. word like divorce all the time, that person, like you said, they're not going to believe that you're ever going to do right. it. And you're just saying it and it's hurtful each time. Like it doesn't right. feel good. Right. Or if you have to constantly pack up your stuff and then you come <laughs> <Not> back. back. <laughs> yeah. You go sleep at night on your friend's couch and then you're like, I'm sorry. You know, like it's not good. Like <laughs> you storm out of the house and then you close yeah. the door. But I'm never coming back. And then like an hour later, you hear the door. Knock. <laughs> like softly. <it's> like, <laughs> and you don't say anything. You just walk into the bedroom. Like I'm going to bed. <laughs> You left, sucker. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she's happy to see you back. Sometimes I'm she's sure, not. I'm sure she is, but it's just like again, empty threats are not again, and it's not even a threat, right? Yeah. And that, that's not what I'm saying at all. You should never threaten anybody in any yeah. which way, but you should convey where your head's at yeah. and the fact that you're not as happy as you could be. Yeah. And the fact that, and again, it's, it's, it's scary, right? Because it could be that jolt for your partner. Yeah. And, and I be will, like, Oh, I didn't know. Like, yeah. Crap. I will say too, like when you do decide to sit down and have that conversation, you need to know exactly what it is of why you're not happy. If you sit down and you just say, look, I'm not happy anymore, but you don't have anything else. Right. Like the other person, right. like, well, what can I do? Or what, you know, some, that happens sometimes. You're yeah. like, I'm just not happy. And it's like, well, what is it exactly? And they're like, well, I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling you or, I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like vague. sometimes it could be that they're going through something. They might be yeah. depressed. They like for real might be depressed. And that's a hard thing to do, especially mm -hmm. if they're going through something internally. It has nothing to do with you. They're, they're just dealing with something, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's time because when that happens, there's little to nothing you can do mm -hmm. other than, you know, just don't be a jerk. Yeah. But at that point, maybe it's time to consider possibly, you know, getting, you know, seeking professional help mm -hmm. um, and getting that help for that person. Because, again, what you don't want them to is is act on that depression. Right. right. It's never a good idea. They're they're not thinking, you know, straight or whatever. And so, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. But even at that conversation, you should be like, OK, what's going on? You yeah. Know? Um, and, and look, and here's the other part about that. And this is a hard, hard thing. If they are, let's say that's if in a marriage, it's different. So, right. In this scenario, I'm going to talk more about like boyfriend, girlfriend, but if they really are going through something and maybe they need to break up with you because that's what they're going through. Yeah. You're just going to have to let them go. You, you just have to, if they're just not happy. You have to let them go. And it's going to be a hard pill to swallow, but there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, but like I, I'm thinking about the person receiving that message. If I, if we, we were dating and I came to you and said, look, I can't be with you anymore because I'm dealing with something with work, mm -hmm. I would feel that 
you probably wouldn't believe that because it, it feels like an easy out. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, you know, I'm going to take it a certain kind of way. Yeah. Sure. And we're going to, we're going to get into that, but like just, so it, cause it's, it's part of it is, you know, one aspect of it is you're thinking about being broken up. And then the other aspect is when you're the one that's gotten broken up with mm. and or quote unquote dumped, which mm. is a horrible <laughs> word to be dumped. But, but here's the other thing, right? So, and I think the adult way when you are contemplating, let's say you've already come up with the conclusion that it's just not going to happen. Mm. Like I need to break up with them. I've made my decision uh, for whatever reason. Maybe it's personal, has nothing to do with them, but like, I'm just, I need to be alone for a while, whatever. Now you have to think about all the other things that it's going to impact, mm. not least of which, and I know maybe this is just me, for, for instance, but the, so the first thing that I'll think about is when I'm thinking about the breakup is how is this going to affect the mutual acquaintances that we have? Mm. And sometimes that could be, especially if you're older and you have kids and whatnot, because now you're about to break up with somebody and you've introduced them to your kids. So now they're not going to see those people yeah. anymore. So there's an impact. Or if you have mutual friends, mm -hmm. now it's going to be awkward. Or you're close with their family. Or you're close with their yeah. family. Yes. And I don't know if everybody thinks about it in that term or if they're just more like, hey, I'm just not happy and then I'll deal with that afterward. But I think that's that would be something that you would think about and be like, you know. Yeah, I will say that that would probably deter some people to not ending it maybe so abruptly or kind of linger a little bit longer because it's like, well... We have all these things or whatever, which made me think about like for all the pet owners out there, <laughs> when you have a pet with oh, some, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I didn't even think about the pets. Yeah, this because I was thinking like fluffy. Yeah, oh fluffy, where's fluffy gonna go? Right, Coco. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buttons oh, and no. all the yeah, like Snoopy. when you have a pet with a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the situation is, when it in like. How do you decide is, I mean, let, let's say you've got the vacation rights and all yeah. that other stuff. You're going to have to, I don't know. It's like, that. I mean, people who are, love their pets. I mean, they're very, you know what I mean? So in this situation, you got it together or like it was, yeah, you got it together. Like I had a dog and then I started dating somebody. No, and then, then you would assume really that it was, it's, you need to take the dog. But I mean, maybe it's she still, takes him to the vet more than I do. It yeah. Like, like maybe she pampers them and maybe the dog prefers her more than me. So yeah. like, does that I had mean? a situation where I was dating someone that had a cat and we got to get, so he had the cat, you know, we were together I was the mommy, you know what I mean? Aww. And then when it ended, like, even though it was his cat, like, it's still hard. Like, it was really hard for me to part ways with because, you know, I had taken care of this cat for a long period of time and, yeah. and things like that. But, yeah, when you're dating and you go to the pet shop and you're like, let's go get a puppy. And then you go there and then it doesn't work out. How do you decide that? I, I don't People know. write in, let us know. <laughs> That's right. How Somebody, do you decide? Please, yes. Here's the thing, 214 at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell let us, us know. please. Yes. How do you flip a coin? I, I don't feel know. like do some people straws? probably, if you're really serious, they probably draw up kind of like if you had kids, like the, the visitation right kind of contract thing is yeah. like some people are very serious about their pets. Oh, for sure. It's a like a billion dollar uh, industry yeah. when it comes to pets. I had no idea people love their pets yeah. as much as they do. I mean, we love animals that here's the thing, but oh, you yeah. know what I mean? We absolutely yeah. do. But like, you know, they, sometimes people tend to take care of their pets more than they take care of their own selves, man. It's, <laughs> it's for real. Like they'll give them insulin shots and everything. Yeah. And they just spend thousands of dollars. You're to like, make sure Oh, it's, they, it's yeah. cookies, birthday party. Yes. And you got a little hat and then yes. you have to invite the friends, everything. like the dog friends. You take friends them to the groomer and, and yeah. be nice to them and all. I mean, like, Puppy, and don't get me wrong. Spa. 
well. I get it because pets, the, the nice thing, and you know, I never owned a cat before, but I know dogs, they just love you unconditionally. No mm-hmm. matter what, they're always happy to see you. Have you ever always. had a situation where you had a pet with someone and then it, you had to figure out what um, to do? No, but um, I've had my pet. So got a divorce and I, I bought a dog or we got a dog at the SPCA. And then uh, my son said it was his dog, but I was like, all right, fine. And so when my ex would pick up the kids, they would take the dog with them, which uh-huh. was kind of weird because I was like, I thought it was my dog. <laughs> At least according to the SPCA, it was my dog because my name is on the paperwork. But somehow I don't you have a dog the anymore. <laughs> so actually, I've been thinking about getting a uh, uh, like a Yorkie or something. Like I want to get my own dog. Aww. Something that somebody won't take away from me. So well, that if I you can... get a Yorkie, I may steal that dog because they're pretty cute. <laughs> they are super cute. But uh, but I want to get a Yorkie because, you know, they're small. I can carry them around. And maybe if I go in somewhere, in I can take them your man purse. Away. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, like, you know, they're little Aww. dogs and little maintenance. And also, you know, they make little poopies. I don't have to worry about <laughs> scooping up because I have usually large dogs and those are no fun to, yeah. to clean up afterwards. But but yeah, I, I mean, I don't I don't know. I mean, but. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what you do. I mean, I haven't been in a situation where I went with someone when we were dating to go get an animal, but yeah. I imagine it's really hard and I mean, like I said, they look at it like the same as children. And I think maybe depends, right? So if you guys live together, that mm-hmm. would be tougher. But let's just say that uh Why would you, you get a pet with someone if you don't live with them? Well, but I'm just saying like let's say mm, you let's say you have a a girlfriend or a boyfriend, right? So I'll just use myself. Let's say I'm I'm dating a woman mm-hmm. and it's pretty serious. She comes over every weekend or every other weekend or, you know, she spends at least 50% of the time at my place. And I tell her, Hey, I want to get a dog. And she's like, Oh, okay, we'll go get it together. Right. Mm-hmm. But it stays with me. Now, again, she could help out and takes them to the vet and does a bunch of other stuff. But for the most part, I'm the one that got it, but she's gotten emotionally attached too. So yeah. I can't just like, you know what I mean? So in that case, the majority of the time is, but let's say I have to go out of town. And I don't want to kennel the dog, but it's like, hey, can the dog stay at your place? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. I go out of town, do my thing, come back and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that case, it could be, but that, to your point, you better be freaking serious with somebody <laughs> if you're going to go down that route. Because yeah. there's going to be some emotions that go on. But, but nevertheless, and so the, the, and I guess the, let's say you come to the conclusion that you are and you've already, you know, contemplated everything you're kind of preparing yourself for the um the aftermath of the whole thing and all the acquaintances but now you have to decide okay how do i need how am i going to do this mm. should you do it in person mm. should you text should you call them that's when you rely on your friends uh, friends so like yeah yeah because you have to ask your friends right like what do i do i mean i think the majority of people would go to their friends if they know it's about to end right maybe like that's looking the best for way to do it. advice well, I mean, not just that, but like you would go to them, obviously, I think before, like, hey, she's doing this stuff and I don't really want to be with her. You're it's time to break up. How do I do it? I did that to a guy once and he gave me the worst advice. <laughs> Free tell. <laughs> so his was the, uh, I don't know how to explain it, the coward's way, I think is the only way. That, but he basically said... Um, start treating her like a friend and she won't notice that you guys have broken up. You should just feel like you reverted to friends. And I said, huh, that's a very interesting approach. Uh, unfortunately it's garbage and women are way more. Women. Uh, yeah. A woman would not fall for that. Like that is the most. Ridiculous. You start high fiving her. Hey, she's like, what? 
she what's walks up, in bro? The, yeah, she walks in the door, you high five. You don't hug and kiss, you're just like, hey, what's up, buddy? Oh my gosh, that's horrible <laughs> advice. But I think you, I mean, for the most part, people would talk to their friends, or maybe if you're close with your a parent or something, you'd be like, hey, I'm feeling this way. I want to end it. One, is it a good idea? You kind of lay out the facts, right? And your friends can um, persuade you in different ways. You know what I mean? Because we we hold their opinion in high regard. So, like, if you were having problems and you came to me, I may say, like, well, let's look at this practical, right? Like, what's the real issue? Can it be fixed ever? If no, then you have your answer, right? I would be, like. Yeah, but I mean, most people like to. And I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but most people don't try to avoid. That's a hard conversation. That's a hard, hard conversation to have with your friend or to tell. No, your to tell your partner your partner that you're you're ready to end it. So yeah, they can tell you like maybe they can give you ways to kind of lessen the blow, if you will. Yeah, but I hate. I don't like to break up with people. I hate to be well, the one to say it. It's the worst. And I had a I had a friend of mine, and another friend is a, a different friend that also had the worst advice in the world. So he told me that sometimes he will act like such a jerk that it forces the woman to break up with him so that he doesn't have to do it. You know what happened? One guy thought of that one time and it worked for him and he told everybody else, hey man, this is how you... Just act like a complete Let her break up with you is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And so... That's a that's another coward's way out, but it's a tactic, I suppose. I mean, oh god, that's such a horrible. But all way to women do it. know it too. So if a guy, if I was dating a guy and he all of a sudden started being like the jerkiest jerk, I feel like a lot of women too would be like, "All right, this guy is just you know you're starting fight for no reason and all that kind of yeah, stuff." Yeah, you're like but farting in her face and everything. <laughs> Dutch oven her and yeah, it's I mean, horrible. She's like, you know what? You do that one more time, I'm gonna break up, and you're like. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I'll call your bluff. No, but yeah, it's it's a horrible because yeah. they do tend to, they treat them like really, really bad, like garbage. Yeah. And they just get fed up yeah. with it. And you're like, you know what? I'm out. And you're like, okay. Yeah. But I feel like as far as breaking up, it's like if you're emotionally fueled, that's when you do it in person, right? You're just saying it. You're having an argument maybe and you just kind of say it. But I feel like a lot of people like to do it over the phone because- it's uncomfortable. Like I said, I hate to be the one to say it. So staying over the phone where you don't have to look at that person is probably easier. I've never had someone leave me from a text or an email or I don't I know. I wouldn't even know. Like, let's say you did it in person because um, I'm trying to think. I've done it. Uh, I've broken up with people, but it, it was most of the time it's been over the phone. Yeah. I think. Um, to be honest with you, I get broken up with more. <laughs> <laughs> than, than doing the breaking up. I'm usually not the one that's breaking things off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would assume it'd be awkward. It's like afterward, you're like, okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's good. But like I said, I, I don't like to be the one to say it. I just, I've always had a problem with that. I just hate that feeling and having to hurt some. I just, it sucks. It's like, I've been broken up with a lot. And honestly, for me, it's yeah. better. I like it I, better. Well, yeah. Well, and so we, we'll shift a little bit now. So we've been talking about, you know, the person doing the breaking up. Mm. But when it's when you're on the other end of that mm. and they're breaking up with you, mm-hmm. that's when it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, and I know that's what we were talking about earlier is like being dumped or whatever. Right. So but I will say this. So. And this is just me. This is just all me. I don't know if other people do this. If they do, again, write in, let us know. (laughs) But when I've been dumped, 
I tend to romanticize the relationship. And when I do the dumping, I don't. I've, I, I, I'm like, no, that was the right thing to do. I don't know if it's just the, because the you're trying to be work. okay with your decision. Yeah. You don't want to so. break up with someone and then try to tell yourself they're the perfect person and what did I do and, and torment yourself, basically. I've done them. No, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have, but. I bluffed one time. I bluffed. That's why we were talking about bluffing earlier. And this was with my uh, very first girlfriend. We broke up and got together a few times. You know, we were together for a long, long time. And one time um, I bluffed and I was like, you know what? I'm just, it's just over. Maybe we should just call it quits. And she was like, okay. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Don't say it unless you mean it. You can't take, it's no and, take it back seas. It's right. none of that. And, and in that situation, she was ready. She was just waiting for you to say it. Now yeah. you said it. And so can't take it back. She's probably again. like me. Like, she just, I don't want to be the one to say it, man. It sucks. Like, not me. Again, it's on you, bro. I want to bring back the take it back. <laughs> yeah. Take it back. I wish we could bring that back, but they don't. They don't let us. But but do but, you always romanticize it? I mean, I can understand maybe if you didn't know it was coming, you know, like you you had no idea. Yeah, that's but like, but what if it's bad? Like, what if the relationship is just toxic? I mean, it's just bad. I mean, would you still well, romanticize it? The, the reason I romanticize about it is because even if she's breaking up with me for reasons that have nothing to do with me, mm. I internalize it regardless, right? Yeah. We were talking about that earlier, which means that I start thinking about like, man, I could have been better. How we always do that. I could have been better. I could have been better at this. What's wrong I with been me? Why that? doesn't anyone yeah. want me? Exactly. It's very bleak. Being rejected is, oh, it's the hardest. Yeah. I will say that at a certain point you do or you can build up somewhat of a tolerance for it, but I know it's not the same. <laughs> You've broken I'd, it with all the time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> pretty like, much, pretty much. But no, like, uh, and I know I've, I've equated relationships to jobs, and I know it's not the same thing. But uh, coming from a guy that's been told no many a times, I've probably heard no like ninety five percent of the time before I get a yes. Like I get yeses five percent, and this is both at work and relationship wise, <laughs> mind you. I don't get a lot of yeses. You you tend to like okay, you said no, you move on, you go forward. That's what I'm saying. Like one of the things that I don't do is I don't beg women. Mm -hmm. I just don't. Because once they're They've made their decision. Yeah, once they're done with you, they're done with you. Now, yeah. if you take that approach and you're like, okay, I respect that you move on, in my experience, they sometimes will come back. Yeah. And they're like, Hey, you know, how you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Oh, I'm doing good. Like I haven't heard from you. You're like, you're coming out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's like, I thought you didn't want to be, <laughs> why like, are you calling me? I feel like so. for me, if I was in a relationship and the guy came to me and just broke it off, if I really, really cared about the person, I may say one thing of like, kind of like, is there anything that I can do? Like, what's the issue, right? Is it something that's fixable? I may say that that's one like a very time. job interview issue. Well, <laughs> can I do better at my next interview? I'm just saying that like uh, I may make that one attempt if I really want to be with that person. Mm. But after that, no, I won't, I won't continue to like, I'll accept it at that point. But if I really love you, I may be yeah. like, is there any way that we can fix this? If right. they say no, then that's fine. You, you can move on at that point. But I don't know if, if for everybody, they should just, you know, like you said with you, you bluffed before, right? Yeah. I don't know if just because, a woman says it, you should be like, okay, fine. Maybe you should, like I said, you judge it on how much you love that person. But if you really love that woman, maybe sometimes women want to hear that 
I want this to work. What can I do? Yeah. I, I one time um, I did this and it wasn't a bluff. It still hurt. And she, <laughs> she still broke up with me. But I did tell her, um, I said, look, because she was giving me feedback saying, you know, I'm not happy with the way things are with us. And I want you to be more like this. And I want you to be more like that. And I was genuinely trying. I was genuinely trying to be different. But it wasn't progressing as fast as she wanted it to. Mm. And so I did tell her, I was like, look, this is the way I am. I am trying, but it doesn't seem to be at the pace that you want it to. And I'm not saying that I could never change. I'm just saying it's not going to happen overnight. But if you're really that unhappy with me, if you really don't want to be with me, then maybe you should Mm -hmm. let me go. Uh, And she did. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) But I think in that situation, I was being as honest as I could. It hurt. Yeah. It didn't feel, it didn't feel nice. And I wasn't bluffing. Yeah. You meant what you said, but it still hurts. I can't. You know, at that point, it's we're just not compatible, I guess, right? Yeah. The, the funny thing, and this is what I, and, and I don't want to touch too much on this because we're going to talk about that in part two, but sometimes in your next relationships, you, you tend to you tend to learn from them. And you sometimes you do become, I've talked to many women that have told me that their, uh, their husbands or their ex-husbands used to be a certain way. Like, so let's say they weren't good fathers and they're like, Oh, he wasn't a good father. He was horrible. Blah, 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 blah. They broke up. And with the next wife, he's gotten better (laughs) and he's become a good attentive father. And they're like, Oh, why couldn't he be that way with me? And sometimes it's a hard lesson. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that happens and you have to with anything, right? Again, it's a life of its own when there's a death and, I'll, I'll say this much, right? Not to get too philosophical or biblical or whatever, but there is that reincarnation, or not reincarnation, but there is that sacrifice where something needs to die off mm-hmm. before you can resurrect. Maybe it's the phoenix, perhaps. Maybe that's a better mm-hmm. analogy, not to you know get into the religion, but a part of you needs to die off yeah. in order for you to be something else, yeah. hopefully something better. But, you know, again, that's, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Can, can I ask you just real quick, because I have the, the golden question that I'm sure a lot of women have thought about before. Right. When we're in a relationship with a guy and we start typical, like woman, we would start to have those conversations early on, like, hey, I'm not happy. Here's why mm-hmm. you try to talk about it. We will come to you guys over and over and over again with the same thing. Just like, please, can you whatever? Why is it when we do that and we finally had enough and we break up with you, you guys are like, what happened? Like, please explain. Well, the the reason why that is, is because you had said it so much and you never acted on it. No, no, I'm not saying you. we're going to break up with you. I'm just saying that, like, look, like this thing that you're doing is hurting me. And right. I really need you to fix this thing. I'm not saying that the empty threats and whatever. No, no, no. no that's, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why is because... You always forgave us. And, mm. and so it turns into a routine. I'm going to do something bad. You're going to get mad. I'm going to say I'm sorry. You're going to be okay with it. We're going to move on. So should we break up with you the first time that you do this thing? But that's what I'm saying. If in that situation it's gotten to that point, then you need to tell him like, look, 
I am really not happy. And if this happens again, I cannot move forward with you anymore. And then you have to move. But guys, and then you, you have guys to act on it still so. act like you never knew. It's like, well, I didn't know there was a problem. That's the thing that I hear from guys the most. It's yes. like, if you listen to your woman, she will tell you the things that are that you need to fix or the key things that are wrong with your relationship. And they always act totally blindsided. Mm-hmm. It's like they never, that's what I'm saying. It Cause feels- they get conditioned. That's what I'm saying. Because it becomes a cycle. And, and, and that's the, that's the bad part about it. Because if you have, for me, I saw that. So with the girlfriend that I was telling you that I told her like, this is the way I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get into that cycle. Because I could have very well, I knew she cared about me. She said she loved me. So for me, I was just like, if I really wanted to, I could have just said, yeah, baby, I'll be better. I'll keep on trying. I'll keep on trying. And it would have just kept on going on. I'm not going to change. Or if I am, it's not going to be at the speed. So I decided to tell her and save us both a lot of time. Either A, understand that this is the way I am and I am trying, but I'm not going to do it at your speed. Or B, you really need to leave. Yeah. Now, most men won't do that because why? Why would they? Yeah. Again, if you're going to forgive me and I'm, you're going to keep on taking me back, you get conditioned. It's not even it's not even that it's an empty threat. It's just part of a cycle that you're used to. Mm. I'm, I'm going to do something stupid. You're going to get upset about it. I'm going to tell you I'm sorry. We're going to go out. We're going to have makeup sex. And then afterwards, you'll forgive me. I'll tell you that I'll do better and I might do it for like a week or two. And then I'll revert back to the same thing. And then guess what? Same thing. Rinse and repeat. You do it over and yeah. over. So when you do finally say, you know what? I'm done. Where did it come from? You yeah. forgave me 20 times. Now is the time that you're letting me go? Yeah. That's when dudes are like, well, are you seeing somebody else? Or is that? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you're right. Dude? <laughs> you've, you've, been, you've been telling them for the longest time. And you're absolutely right. But people get, con- but look, it, it works both ways, my dude. So if you're a guy, right, and you're not being respected. And, you know, you tell your wife like, hey, I don't feel like you're respecting me, this and that. And she just keeps on being with the bad behavior. At some point, you're going to dole out, too, Mm -hmm. because she's not going to try anymore. She already sees you as less of a person again. And I know what it feels like where they're like, you're not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. I got you on my little finger. You are not going. Guys do that, too. The version of that is when guys do that. And then they're like, what happened? That's women do the same thing. They take their person anytime. Male or female, you take the other person for granted and you don't listen. Mm. You don't listen. I do listen. <laughs> Again, but there's sometimes when if that's just the way I am, if that's just the way I am, it's mm-hmm. very difficult for me to change. And I I try to be as self-aware as possible to let you know. And I've spent enough time with by myself to know how I am. Mm-hmm. I want to be better. I, I really genuinely <laughs> want to be better. Listen, and you and I have had this conversation quite a bit. I... There are things about me that I know that if I were to change would improve my life, especially in a relationship. There's, there's a ton of them. And I try, I really genuinely try, but sometimes it's hard and you revert back to your old ways. It's a default. It's a default setting. And when you do that, unfortunately you see the same, it's the same, uh, uh, rinse and repeat cycle is just with a different woman. Yeah. And you're you almost kind of to a certain point you're like, oh, we're in this stage of this relationship right yeah. before it ends. <laughs> yeah. But that's the reason why. So you as a person, I don't care whether you're a man or you're a woman, there has to be certain things that either you are not willing to put up with or you have to make peace 
with this is just the way it is. Yeah. If you're one of those people that I'm not going to tolerate it because there's 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 people that are like and, you know, me being one of them because I can I get set in my ways and I'm like, hey, this is just the way I am. I'm not going to tolerate any foolishness. Mm-hmm. OK, fine and dandy. But you can't turn around and say, why am I by myself? Yeah. <laughs> I can't understand. Why can't I find a woman that wants me exactly the way I am? Yeah. But you a know? lot of people say that, though. They may not be self-aware enough to know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's why, that's why, and again, we'll get into them. And sometimes the, the breakup is beneficial in, yeah. in a weird, in a weird Can I just way. say, too, one thing that you mentioned that I just wanted to point out when you said that, like, for guys, like, if you're having these issues and then you're intimate, the guys always think everything's okay. Mm -hmm. That is not the case (laughs) just because we are intimate together, even after a fight or whatever. It doesn't mean that the fight is dead. It doesn't mean it's like we Mm. forgave you. And I think that that's, (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of guys guys think like, okay, here's this thing. We're intimate. We're all good now. No. Yeah, we're good. No. What are you talking about? We just had makeup sex no. and it was great and all things are forgiven. No. And the dishes are still in the sink. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> exactly. But I but again to that point, you've done that. We've we've been intimate and I didn't have to. I know, but anything. I'm just saying <laughs> that just, just saying because we're condition. intimate with our partner after something like that doesn't mean that the we've forgiven and do everything. You, do you see how that can be confusing for a guy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the other alternative? Just not being intimate at all for however long? I'm, I'm just saying it's this. It's a lose-lose. I'm just I'm saying just... this, and, and I hate to equate men or make this analogy, but since we're talking about pets, if your dog poops in the living room, you don't give him a snack because he's just going to keep on doing it. But we're the same. We're human. We I, have basic needs, I, I, and, I, I and we still that. love I that person that. at the end of the day. I'm just I saying know. that's yeah. a misconception that – a lot of guys think that doesn't mean that we're good. Yeah. It doesn't well, mean that. Well, it, it doesn't, but I don't know how we're supposed to interpret that. I'm telling you. Well, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but you're, you're asking us to make a uh, unconnect the two. Like one has nothing to do with the other. And we don't operate in that way. Because if we're having a fight and then slowly the fight starts to die down and we're starting to talk to one another and then we, we start like it's slowing down and they're like, Hey baby, but I'm I just really saying love if you. It's a big I love issue. you too. And then you go and have sex. Yeah. It's hard not to see a correlation between the two. I know, but that's two. not that. That's because we love you and we, we have this relationship with you. I'm just I, saying when a woman comes to you and says, and not the dishes, but I mean like I'm talking about a big deal. It doesn't mean that it goes away. We're still going to be intimate with our husband, partner, or whatever, regardless of it does everything that can't be perfect all the time. Oh, that it, means it that people can. wouldn't be intimate for who knows how long it if can. things are bad. But there has to be if if your partner is not genuinely not doing things that they're either hurting you or they're not doing things that you want, you there has to be some sort of consequences to that. It's just like me saying um, I'm dating somebody and I take them over to go meet my, my my mom or my parents. And then afterwards I break up and I was like, why do you think we we're serious? It's like, well, I met your parents. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Like I just, it was a get together. I didn't want to go alone. Like how are you supposed to disconnect the two? You can't. 
That's what I'm saying. So unless you say, okay, yes, I'm, we're going to have sex, but just understand that I still hate you. Okay, <laughs> fine. Like, okay, sure. Then maybe in in our in our little okay, heads, well, we're I'll like, say that next time. Like, okay, we can be intimate, but but this by no means means that yes. the, the relationship. I mean, and, the fight's over. And that and that could be the case. Like, yeah. yes, this I'm I'm making a distinct the distinction between this is not a cause and effect. This is two different things. Like, yeah. yes, I'm mad at you, and this is not this is not the end of it. But yes, I'm still human. I'm flesh and blood and I want to go be intimate with you and we're going to go do yeah. that. But we're still going to revisit this. Um, and sometimes, you know, it could if you do it that way, then maybe sometimes it has, gives them something to think about and they might be. But but it's a, it's a conditioning effect, right? Mm-hmm. It's anytime there's a cause and effect, that's how you condition people to do stuff. That's how you condition, unfortunately, like animals and human beings. They do that test where, I don't know if you heard it, where they say a word and then they have like a sour thing and then the, mm-hmm. the people... And then every time they hear the word, their mm-hmm. the saliva comes up or whatever. But mm-hmm. but you know, again, pets are the same way. Pavlov's theory is that what it's called? Uh, I think so. I don't know. You're you're smarter than I am. So. <laughs> well, you're the professor. You said earlier you were a scientist. <laughs> but no, but 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 the other thing, and again, you know, after if you're the person that's been dumped or whatever, sometimes you're okay with it. Sometimes you saw it coming, and you're like, okay, cool. You get to you get to move forward. So rejection is always going to be hard. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, if and when that happens, you just have to take it in stride, right? And yeah. understand that uh, if life has taught me nothing, is that nothing lasts forever. Mm. The feeling won't last forever. You will find another person. Things change. Uh, your circumstances change. Well, taxes are forever. Uh, taxes are, and death will eventually. That's a certainty yeah. too. But there's few and far between that are that are certainties, and and um, it's it's very hard not to internalize it when you've yeah. been dumped and to take it from a guy that's been dumped and rejected <laughs> quite a bit, mm. quite a bit. But and again, you know, we'll talk about that under. That's where yeah. you have to have that self love, and sometimes that is a good thing. If you've been dumped, sometimes it's a it's a good idea to you know. They call it a post mortem mm. <laughs> to reevaluate a few things. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a bad choice to begin with. Maybe now you know better than than you did. Or before. the other thing too, like maybe if you if you've always been the person to break up with someone, if you've never been broken up with, the first time you may start to look at yourself of like, okay, what is it that I need to change? And it could change you for the better. Okay, you Good. may not realize, yeah. you know. Being, you know, and, 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 and it goes both ways, right? If you're the one that's breaking up with somebody, I, what I will say is this. If you're contemplating breaking up, if there's deal breakers or whatever, I always think it's a bad idea to stay together out of fear. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that comes into people's heads, I'm sure it's not just me, when you're thinking about breaking up with somebody, is then you start thinking, well, if I break up with them... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless you have a backup already, yeah. you're like, mm, you I'm going to be by myself yeah. for a while, right? Whatever that is. And and sometimes you're like, you know what? I don't want to deal with that. So yeah. I just much rather just deal I'm with sure the devil I know. Yeah. It's horrible. And yeah. I would recommend never to do that. If you genuinely love somebody, love somebody and you want to be with them and you really want to give it a go, by all means. But staying together out of fear, resentment is going to start to fester. Yeah. You're going to be completely unhappy. The other person might take you for granted. That's where that whole thing of like, oh, you ain't going anywhere because they might know your insecurities and might know that you have a fear of being alone. So they're like, I ain't going anywhere. And most for most people, the main thing in their relationship is their relationship with their partner. So it's going to start to affect 
all other aspects of your life. You know what I mean? Because you're with your partner a lot. You see him every day. I mean, depending on the situation, but like, it's a big deal. And so, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you have to do it like one of those pros and cons. And that's where friends come in too. Yeah. Especially if you're really thinking about breaking up with somebody, you can go to your, you know, best friend or whomever. Well, there's certain friends you can go to and certain ones you probably shouldn't (sighs) that give you the worst advice, like the example (laughs) you gave earlier. (laughs) Like, well, that was go- the advice I was <laughs> wanting on how to do it. But don't go to that but, person. Yeah. But sometimes you can pro and con it. Yeah. And sometimes you're in your own head. And uh, I've been in situations where um, because I didn't have that conversation in my head, I thought the relationship was horrible or vice versa. I think the relationship is great. And then all of a sudden I don't even see it coming. And they're like, hey, I want to break up. I'm like, oh, man, like, I, thought, <laughs> I thought we were good. Like being blindsided is another one. Yeah. It's another one. If you're not talking to your partner and they, it comes out of the blue, I don't know how to take that. It, it darn near destroyed me because I just didn't see it coming. Yeah. Just didn't see it. And, and those are the worst. If you kind of mm-hmm. see the unhappiness, you're kind of like, mm, okay, maybe yeah, I might need to prepare, prepare myself a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, for the impact. But being side blinded like that, yeah. like oh, that's what I'm saying. Like with women, we'll we'll put up with it so much, but during that time, we are preparing ourselves. Yeah. So when usually when the woman's had enough, it doesn't hurt us as bad because it's like we've been preparing ourselves for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never done that. I've never blindsided somebody. I would, mm. I, you know me. I love to communicate as much as I can. I would tell my partner for long periods of time, like, look, I'm unhappy. Here's why we need to talk about it. We need to work on this. I want to be with you, but these things need to change. Yeah. And but I, um, again, I, I would kind of venture that if you really, if anybody is at the point where they really truly are seriously contemplating uh, breaking off the relationship, they need to communicate that. Yeah. And they need to also understand that it can't be an idle threat. Because yeah. if you do that and they don't change and it's BAU, right, mm-hmm. business as usual, and then you're unhappy, you can't get mad at the guy yeah. because he's already been conditioned to say, like, yeah, you get angry. I say, I'm sorry. You forgive me. We move on. And I, yeah, they, <laughs> for them, they, they're going to feel blindsided because yeah. it's like, wait a minute, you've done this for 10 years. Now all of a sudden you want to, now you want to break up with me? Like you've been dealing this 10 years. We've done the same thing over and over that's and over. That's what women do. <laughs> and and fair enough. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why they feel blindsided. But yeah. if you, if you say, look, I know I've said this enough. I mean, I've said this a lot and we've gone into this cycle and you just, whatever, mm-hmm. until you do it. And sometimes, sometimes what ends up happening is let's say you break up and they, they figure out they really screwed up. Yeah. Sometimes they do want to change again and you can give them a second chance or a third chance or a fourth or fifth, however many chances you want. But again, just understand that your actions, you can condition somebody to be a certain way. And guys, especially I'm speaking for myself where I conditioned uh, my partner to take me for granted. That was on me. That was on me. I should have been better about that. And I Mm should have said like, no, you, you shouldn't be doing that. But I kind of, said okay sure i guess this is what we're doing and then she ended up leaving me anyway so what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah. but anyways this is uh this is a tough topic <laughs> this is a really tough topic man uh we're gonna have our part two um 
So tune into that one. It's the um, aftermath. The aftermath. <laughs> yeah. So that one probably is going to be a little more fun, yeah. right? Because this one is a bit, ugh, it was tough. Yeah. But I think in, 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 in all reality and all seriousness, if, uh, if you're not happy, right, in your relationship, I'm not saying that breakup is the only way to go, but you should, you should not stay in an unhappy relationship, regardless yeah. of what ends up happening. You should, um, you know, if breakup is, that's the only thing that you can see, yeah. then so be it. But if there's other options, by all means, but at the end of the day, you sh- nobody, I, f- I feel bad for anybody that's in a, a horrible relationship because that's got to be just yeah. dreadful. I, nah, I would much rather be by myself than be in a bad relationship. Yeah. All day long. I think most people would agree. But we'd love to hear from you guys. Please email us. Yes. Here's the thing, 214 gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, absolutely. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.